everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It's July 22nd. It's 2021. And we have eight baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by the man himself, Dre, Drizzy26, one of the hottest DFS players in the world right now. What's happening, buddy? Um, no, I'm just hanging in there, trying to hopefully have another good night tonight if possible. Uh, but we got to see if these... Houston Astros and Boston Red Sox can continue to put up some runs. This guy's like, ah, just hanging in there, trying to have another big night that, you know, what, like 15 big nights over the last, like, month and a half. Um, I mean, you've been crushing it, dude. Congrats. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it, Stevie. You know, just trying to, you know, be the best and just, you know, continue to put the work in to keep climbing and keep grinding. So. I mean, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. All right, let's get into it. We got eight games. Um, I mean, uh, for the it feels like all week this week it's been like the pitching's been so eh. Um, you know, the weekend's gonna get all the good pitching. It feels like this weekend. You're not gonna hear me talk about good pitching this week. Is what it seems like. So, uh, let's get started with Atlanta at Philadelphia. This game has a nine total. Atlanta's a one twenty five favorite. We got Charlie Morton against Matt Moore. Any interest here in Charlie Morton? Um. I mean, with the slate being, like, let's look at the slate right now briefly. Charlie Morton, at least on DK, is at, like, 8-7. I'm probably going to have a little bit of interest in him. Just for, just for the simple fact of the price and, like you said, pitching is not all that great today, um, as as it has been the past couple of days. So, I can see myself getting some a little bit, um, definitely on DK. Um and probably on, on, on FanDuel as well, being at 8-8. So um, I, I like those prices for him. Um, even though the matchup's a little bit tough, I've really been playing a little bit better lately. Um, I still think I want to get to him for sure, though. Yeah, I mean, Philly is – I feel like they're such a hit-or-miss offense. Like, uh, Charlie Morton is one of the, the more talented pitchers on the slate. You're looking at – this Philly lineup and their strikeouts like Rumuto, McCutcheon, Hoskins, they, like they're, they're overall above average hitters, but I mean, there's still guys that strike out even like Brad Miller. If he's in there, you're, you're really worried about like Gene Segura. He doesn't strike out. Bryce Harper actually is a guy that, you know, has a high walk rate with a low, lower strikeout rate. So, I mean, I think Charlie Morton's in play, not my favorite, but I think he's in play. And then, on the other side of this game, you got Matt Moore. Um, I mean, the Braves lineup is really banged up right now, but I, I still don't see myself using Matt Moore. Do you have any interest in him here? No, none whatsoever. Um, I'll be probably just trying to get as many bats. Um, hopefully, we'll even though I know the Braves lineup is going to be like a little bit watered down, I still might try to get some of the bats in there as like a mini stack in there against them. Yeah, it's like any of these – any of these righties, um, you know, against more like this guy, 405 Woba, 290 ISO, 47% hard hit rate against right-handed hitters this season. So any of these righties, uh, as far as the bats go for Atlanta, I mean, it's the, the, the righties, like I just said, Swanson, Albies, Riley, if he's in there, you could potentially get some value um, with some of these righties that are cheaper. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Braves? Well, definitely. Those are the, the main bats I would definitely attack. 
I don't even mind. I know um, Freddie Freeman I know is a lefty, but I still like him a little bit. Uh, he'll be different. He'll be someone I think that'll be a little bit lower on the tournament. So he's someone I definitely don't mind having a part of my stack to be different um, in the lineup. So I know because you know he has that power and he still brings that upside to the um, to the table. So those are definitely the bets I don't mind for sure. I love um, getting to Albies a lot in this spot too um, against him. So that's someone I would target for sure, along with Swanson. Um, and probably, like I said, go with the little bit of Freddie Freeman. That's a little bit of a different approach if you want to go like a little three band to be different with that um with the with him. On the other side, do you have any interest here in the Phillies? Well, the Phillies, uh, I have a I have some interest, but I think I'm just gonna see how um how weather plays tomorrow because I know in Philly it's been a little bit hotter. So um more is I know he's not the best pitcher on the slate today, but he still is a decent pitcher. So um, I do like to try to, if he's going to be popular, I do like trying to take some of these bats against him. I do like trying to get, you know, to a little bit of like a, like a, like, like Reese Hoskins, maybe the lineup. Uh, definitely like you talked about uh, Bryce Harper before too. And DD, if he's in the lineup, I love taking those, those guys too. And Segura. So I don't mind playing Philly at all. They're probably not be my top overall stack, but I'm definitely going to have some of some exposure to them. Um, especially if it's going to be hot and humid oh, out in Philly. Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're targeting Charlie Morton, you really want guys to make a lot of hard contact because, like, he is a guy, and you want guys to hit the ball up in the air. So, I mean, when you're looking at this Philly lineup overall, Harper, Hoskins, maybe would be the guys. Um, like Harper, I think is pretty much matchup proof. Um, McCutcheon's been running on the really good side of variance this season, but he's a high ground ball guy. And like that worries me. Hoskins is a big time fly ball guy. Didi's a fly ball guy. So like, I think they're okay. It's an eight game slate. They're not my favorite. Um, you know, if they're coming in at very low ownership, maybe that's where you take a shot or two. But again, I don't like. I don't see myself ending up there. We got San Diego at Miami. No total in this game. Um, Blake Snell against. Thompson sounds like it's going to be Zach Thompson starting or opening this game um, for Miami. Any interest here in Blake Snell? Definitely no, no. Um, like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. He's just been. He's not the same Blake Snell as as, as he was before. He had one good game. Um, I would probably like maybe his past what five, six, seven starts. And it was against the Mets. I mean, it was against yeah the Mets. We had like we had sixty one fantasy points on uh, on FanDuel, and probably like around seventy. I mean, around what? Then he had what thirty eight? Yeah, on thirty eight on, on on DK. So yeah, that, that's I can't. That was a more down Mets lineup. I think that took everything from Blake Style. I don't think he's really healthy yet. So until I see that he's completely healthy and back to normal, I can't roster Blake Style. I just want to see what his ownership looks like here because the Marlins lineup kind of stinks. I mean, you're really worried about like Marte Duvall and um, Jesus Aguilar, unless they can go like very right-handed heavy against him here. And they can, depending on, you know, some of the injuries and stuff. Um, But with Cooper out and Chisholm out, I mean, this lineup is not as scary as it, you know, typically is. Snell has been terrible. Um, No doubt about it. Like he has really struggled. 52% hard hit rate against righties this season. So 
if he's going to be really popular because of the price, I'm more apt to play in some of the Marlins bats than I am to play Blake Snell. Um, and then Zach Thompson on the other side. I mean, we don't have a large sample size on him. I mean, the strikeout rate in triple a looks promising, but he's, he's facing San Diego. Like I know it's a good ballpark, but we're not paying 8,900 for Zach Thompson going up against San Diego. No, definitely not. I can't, I can't see myself. I might have maybe a little bit of exposure of anything, but I can't see myself getting to him for that price. He's, he's just too, he's just too expensive for me. Um, and I'd rather just, like I said, I'd rather go down and play a lot of Charlie Morton than play and, and play him or get some other pitchers that we have on the slate. Um, even though pitching is horrible, but it, I'm not taking a chance against San Diego, even though it, it is a pitcher's park and not a park made for hitting, but it, I, I rather like the bats on this side of the game um, than uh, the pitching. Uh, I mean, the bats here for San Diego, I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. is always someone that's in play. Um, I think Gresham at 3,700 stands out a lot. Eric Cosmer at 4K. Even if you're wanting to play like Machado and Tatis, like the San Diego stack is not as expensive as it usually is. Yes, I agree with that. So uh, I definitely, I, I love Gresham in this spot. To me, to me, he's going to be probably one of my favorite plays to get to from this team. And obviously Tatis, um, he's just almost, as you would say, matchup proof. That's why I consider Tatis. You got to take the chance of every single day. So I, I, I love getting to those two as my top two hitters from San Diego. Then obviously some Manny Machado. And then uh, I, work my, I would try to work my way maybe down a lot of two. Um, maybe get a little bit. I, I know he's not a popular play, but uh, Joe Panic in my stacks just to be different. Uh, as far as Miami goes, I mean, Marte Aguilar – Duvall, obviously those guys stand out here, but I mean, Alfaro's 2,500 on DraftKings. Like if you're looking for a cheap catcher, I, I think it really, you know, Dre, when we're looking at this spot, like if Snell is going to be popular, I think we have to look at the Miami Marlins here. Yeah. I was just going to say that if, if Snell is popular tomorrow on DK, I will probably have a lot of Miami bats um, tomorrow. I, I already know and I, and I can see it happening. It just, it just makes sense to me. Um, because everyone's going to think that hey, you know, they're going to psych themselves into playing Snell because this pitch is not that good on the slate, and then they're going to sit there and say, Well, we have to take somebody, and he has someone that has that upside, but he hasn't been that great all this year. So, to me, I, I, I love taking Miami in this spot and going with the guys like you said, like Alfaro is definitely someone I like, I like to look at. Uh, Marte, um, even though I know they've been doing a lot of weird things with Marte, um, as far as having him in and out the lineup, he's someone I love to get a lot of. He's going to play Adam Duvall as well, um, and even Miguel Rojas. So, like, the top half of the lineup is is some someone that's definitely in play for me. And going, I'm probably going to be heavy on in tournaments because I don't think no one's going to really be on them and probably going to be on more so on the Snell side. All right, we're moving on. It is the Yankees and the Red Sox, one of the best rivalries in baseball, and it, it seems like they play each other every other week. Um, we got a 10 total in this game, and Boston's a slight favorite here at 120. Jordan Montgomery against Tanner um, Houch, I think is how he says his name. Um, any interest here in Montgomery? I mean, the price is appealing, but the Red Sox are just hitting too well right now. Um I might, I might have a little bit, but probably not that much. Um, his price looks good, uh, a little bit like uh, at least I guess okay on on DraftKings on, on and on FanDuel as well. Um, 
it depends what I need as far as the bats wise if I get to or not. But I can see myself having a little bit of exposure to him, but not that much because, like I said, Boston's been hitting so well uh, this year. Yeah, I mean, and they're hitting the ball really well right now. Um, yes. So I, I think this is a really tough spot um, for Montgomery. Uh, and I'm just out. Um, Tanner Houck, I just – I don't know. The, this lineup is so banged up right now. So banged up. Um, I just don't know if I can trust Houck to pitch deep into this game. You know, what, 60, 70 pitches? 80 if we're, like, super lucky? Um, I mean, it's somewhat appealing, but I don't know if I can do it. I mean, 5300 that's a cheap price on DK. So it might be worth the shot, especially, like you said, with the Yankees not having their best lineup out there. Especially if you can make it to five innings, I'll be happy with them at that price. Um, that's why I look at it. So I don't, so I definitely do not mind having some, to some shots, taking some shots with him in tournaments. Um, because the lineup has just not been, been great. It was that with, with, with COVID protocols right now. Um, so I'll take my chances on playing him a little bit in tournaments, but he's not gonna be my first option that I look at. He's gonna be someone I use to maybe help me get in some more higher own expensive bats to get different with my stacks. Yeah, I mean. If you're playing, if you're playing a, I think even if you're playing like a 20 entry max tournament on DraftKings today, um, I think you you get exposure to him at that. And like, the reason that I'm saying that is we don't want to play Matt Moore. I don't think we want to play Quantrell. We don't want to play Patino. And anybody that goes under 8K is going to be looking at Snell and Heaney. So I mean. You're just you're trying to you're trying to get a little different and like the Yankees lineup. I mean, this is a lineup that is just I mean, it's without Judge, it's without Luke Voigt, it's without Ursula, it's without Higgs. I mean, it is really banged up right now between COVID and injury. Um, so it's not your typical Yankees lineup. Uh let's talk bats in this game. Anything standing out to you here for the Yankees? Um, for the Yankees, not really. I might I might take a couple shots with them. Um, it's obviously a predominantly righty lineup, so I like Odor as a one-off. Um, obviously, and then the park where you get hit, but um, um, I might I like him. I like DJ a little bit too as well. Um, and I guess we got to see if they're gonna have Tyler Wade in the lineup or not. Um, because if he is in the lineup, I like targeting him. Um, a little bit. Um, because the Yankees like, and this is the thing. It's a catch twenty two with them because. Like the I think it was not this the night before last they had um the same water down line but put up with like seven or eight runs, um so that was kind of interesting I wasn't expecting that with all with the, with that line that they had out there so um there's still the Yankees and still we're taking a little bit of shots on with, with some of the players that they have because they, they they clearly have some type of talent throughout the whole um their, their lineups but I don't think it's someone that you have to get a lot of exposure to I would say B have like maybe like one or two lineups, if, if at all, in like a 150 max or or if you're running like 50 lineups with, with the exposed Yankees. Listen, I mean, the bad Sox, the bad portion of the Red Sox bullpen is bad. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if the Yankees get to this kid early, 
and they're putting up runs. And I mean, Hulk might not even make it at like the third inning. Then you're getting that bad part of the bullpen. And like, it's, it's, it's in Fenway. So, I mean, it's very possible. Yeah. They, they could score 10 plus here. It wouldn't shock me. Um, uh, the Red Sox side of this game. I love the Red Sox. I, I think the downside to the Red Sox is obviously the Yankees bullpen, but I mean, you're getting JD at 4.4 Kiki Hernandez, your bat leadoff at 3.8 Hunter Renfro is 3k Vasquez is 2.9 K. I mean, even like Dahlbeck's 2.4 K this lineup just overall is really cheap for this spot. Yes, it is. It's very cheap and cheap on both sides for the most part too. So I, I love getting I love getting to them. They're probably like if I have to, if I have to guess this right now, um, from when I'm looking at the slate, they're probably gonna be easily like one of my top two, if not three, favorite stacks to go with tomorrow. Um and obviously gonna get different with the lineups a little bit, but I love everyone and that's gonna um everyone that's projected to be in that lineup right now, um, from top to bottom. Um so I, I would try to get as much exposure to to the red sides as I possibly can. Um and I definitely I love, love, love Love, I don't know how many times I can say this. I love Keith targeting like Kiki Hernandez tomorrow, and um, and uh, what is his name, Xander Bogarts? Yeah, I mean, like the rest of the stack is just so cheap that it's so easy to like get Xander and those guys in there. So, I mean, yeah, I think this is a great spot to target the Red Sox, and they're hitting home runs in bunches right now. Um, so you just want to keep that keep that rolling. And, I mean, you always like to play the Red Sox and the Yankees. I like when the Red Sox beat the Yankees, but anyway. Uh, that's a whole other story we can talk about because – Yeah, I mean, listen. We both are the opposite side of that. <laughs> both of our teams are not that good. So we have a lot that we're, we're waiting. Uh, like, as a Red Sox fan, I'm like, all right, bring on next year. Um, we got all Tampa right. – <laughs> like, I mean, the Yankees can't stay healthy either. They're, it's not like they're bad. It, like if they if they make the playoffs, they they could make a run. But um, we'll see. Tampa at Cleveland nine total. Tampa is a one twenty seven favorite here. Patino against Quantrill. Any interest here in Patino? Um, not really. Um, I, it depends. Well, it depends on the innings he's going to go, which. I'm looking right now at his previous innings. He's like he's the most he's going to his last outing, which was five, like five innings. So if he can get that against this terrible Cleveland lineup, then I would have a little bit of interest because um, pitching is just not that great today. But if he can't, then then I have no interest. I'm going to have to dig into the numbers a little bit more, look at his strikeout rate um, and how it, how it fares. So, but – I can't see myself getting to that much of them tomorrow, honestly. I mean, this lineup is really, really banged up right now, especially if Jose Ramirez doesn't play. Um, but, I mean, overall, it's not like Patino's a big strikeout guy. Um, so, I think I think he's okay. Like, I, I wouldn't go out of my way to, like, talk you off of playing him. But I feel like there are guys in this range that could outscore him. Um, I mean – he has a 32% K rate against righties and like a 15% K rate against lefties. So if they do roll out a bunch of righties here, then I have way more interest in him. But I mean, it's all going to, I think it's all going to come down to what this lineup looks like. I think that's what we're going to be looking at. We're going to be researching him. 
when the lineup comes out because there is possibility of having like six or seven righties in this lineup tomorrow. And if Jose Ramirez is not in it, I mean, it's not like crushing lefties in this lineup either. So, I mean, we'll have to see. Uh, Quantrill on the other side of this game. I mean, this guy, you know, he throw he's been throwing 85 to 90 pitches here recently, but I mean, I, you got to overpower the race and he's not a guy that's going to go out and overpower the race. Yeah. And I, and I agree with that. So he's someone that I definitely do not want to have at all. Like in my player pool at all tomorrow um, against temporary race. Cause I, cause we know that they, they like to switch their lineups based on the pitcher and and, the, and everything, how they, how they go. So that's not something I'm looking to target. Um, I would like to target like elite pitchers going against the race more so than so like, like, like Quantrell. So um, yeah, he's someone that's, that's a no for me. I mean, really just any pitcher that has a strikeout rate over like 25, 27% is in play against the Rays because of how much they strike out. But this dude has a 16% K rate. He has a 263 ISO and he's allowing 41% hard contact on 45% fly balls to lefties. So I think, I think we're looking at some of these raised bats here. Um, these lefties, what are your thoughts here on the race? Uh, yep, I agree with that 100%. The lefties is, is what's in play for me. Um, someone I definitely can't wait to uh, use. Like, they're going to be, and I think they're not going to be as high on as, well, maybe because it's an eight-game state, they might end up being as high on uh, or at least mediocrely on, but they're not going to be that popular of a team. So I think you can get away with probably having a few stacks of them and get, and hopefully get to, you know, a big game by them. Um, I, I love... Obviously, like you said, the lefties like G Man Choice, someone I like a lot. Uh, Brandon Lau or Low, um, like a lot. Joey Wendell, uh, those guys are definitely guys that definitely want to target in my lineups and have them for sure. Um, even in the Austin Meadows as well. So, and Kieran Myers, just lefties all up and down this lineup that they're going to probably have. And I would just honestly play as many of them as I possibly can. I like them as a little bit of a sneaky stack today, actually. Um, now that I'm, I'm thinking more about it, I'm going to have to line up too as well. Um, Cleveland bats, anything stand out to you for Cleveland? (laughs) I mean, yeah, this lineup is just so banged up right now. Um, that it's really hard to trust any of these guys. Um, oh, next we got the Cubs and the Cardinals eight total here. Cardinals are 135 favorites. We got Alize against Kim. Um, any interest here in Alize? Uh, Alize, I mean. I, I probably can't. I, I mean, it's in tournaments, I said you can a little bit because he does have enough talent where he can probably pay off his price. Because it's and it, it is, um, it is St. Louis who they they haven't been hitting as well as they normally have been, but Alize also hasn't been pitching that great either. So, I I, I like him. I like I like I have maybe a little bit of exposure to him in tournaments, um, especially to be different. I don't think anybody, I don't know how high on he's going to be, but he's someone I would definitely like to get to, especially with pitching being so, in general, up in the air lately, too as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it really depends on the lineup. Like the the lineup that they rolled out, the lineup that they rolled out on Wednesday, they only had two lefties in there. So if they're going to roll out a six seven right-handed heavy lineup i mean this guy is very good against righties where he struggles his lefties like he allows 
a lot of hard contact, a lot of power to lefties. And I mean, he just really hasn't developed that like lefty out pitch yet. Um, and I mean, we see this from time to time, like his slider is just not as effect, you know, efficient as it is against righties. So, or effective. So I, I think Alize depends on the lineup, but I, I definitely think he's in play today. Um, you know, we're going to probably see enough righties to make him very playable. And then Kim on the other side of this game, I mean, the Cubs are struggling big time right now. My problem with Kim is he's just not a big strikeout guy. He's 8,100. He's priced like he's a big strikeout guy. He just dominated this team a couple weeks ago. What are your thoughts on Kim? Yeah, and that's what I'm going to try to take a chance on, too. Um, he's someone, he's not like, I know we know he's not a big strikeout guy, but the Cubs have just, it's been so bad lately. I think he's warrants you taking a chance on him in tournaments. Maybe not that much of a chance, but a little bit. Um, so he said I definitely would probably keep my pool tomorrow and get a little bit of exposure to him, um, more so definitely um, on DK uh, than, than FanDuel for sure. Yeah, I mean, as far as the bats go, Baez is super interesting and Wisdom super interesting. If Bryant's back in the lineup, I mean, it's a lefty-righty matchup. What are your thoughts here when it comes to the, the Cubs? Cubs, oh man, I, it's like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little different with them because they're, oh, they're, they've been sometimes when they have any good matchups and haven't crushed when they should have, and they have the perfect spot too. Um, they've just been playing so bad lately. I don't know why. Um, I know besides people, some people being injured and hurt and out the lineup, but I, I don't. I'm gonna have a little bit exposure to. I, I like bias. Uh, definitely tomorrow for sure. Um, and I don't mind getting to even a little bit of Contreras, if you said uh, and Rizzo, um, even though I know it's a lefty-lefty. Um, so, and even Hap. So, like, they, they have some good hitters still there. And like you said, Wisdom as well. It, it's just more so how are they going to perform. So, it's just more so I'm iffy on them. I think I'll have a little bit of exposure, not that much. Um but I guess we'll just have to see where, where it falls with it. I mean, I really like the Rizzo call um, because, like, it is lefty-lefty and not a lot of people are going to play him. But, I mean, he's very good against lefties. And, and Kim, you know, he walks lefties and he struggles with, like, command against lefties a lot. So, I mean, you could go Contreras, Rizzo, Baez, Wisdom, Foreman. And if Brian's in there, you can make it a five-man. So um, I don't hate it. So down on the Cubs right now. So yeah. it's like any – I mean, they're the definition of, like, variance. Uh, like, they yeah. just uh, – I mean, yeah, it's it's so tough to, like, play them. But, I mean, I, I think – I think they're okay. But, I mean, we'll see. Do you have any interest in the Cardinals, Bats? Um, not really. Um, uh, this this doesn't seem I just can't see them really play much lately. I I rather just not play them at all personally. Uh, I rather take the, just to stand on Alize being um better and dom and uh more dominant against them than playing them. Yeah, I mean, I I want to target lefties against Alize, and it's like. What are these lefties that I'm gonna like get super excited about? Well, none of them. So I mean, that's probably where I end up here. We move on. We got the Angels and the Twins. This game 
currently sitting at a nine total, and the Twins are a 140 favorite. Andrew Heaney, Kenta Maeda. Um, any interest here in Andrew Heaney? Um, maybe a little bit, not a lot. Um, it's not going to be that many options, so I expect him to kind of be maybe a little bit more popular um, tomorrow, especially versus um, especially versus the um, the Minnesota Twins. Um, and his price point is at six nine, so on DK, which is uh, a really good price. But I'm gonna probably not have that much exposure to him. He hasn't been great his last few outings, um, and I just wanted I wanted to wait and see, wait, take a wait approach and see how he does. Um, and this Minnesota team, I know they do they do have a lot of uh, big bats that will strike out, but I think they also have a lot of bats that are they can that can hit really well. Obviously, hit the ball really well and, and put the ball in play. So he's someone I'm gonna have maybe a little bit, but not a lot of exposure to tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, overall, when you're looking at this Minnesota team, they're much better against left-handed pitching. So if he needs going to be chalk, it, it goes back to the whole, like, Blake Snell conversation. Um, I think that, like, this is a spot you just kind of stay away from. Um, Maeda on the other side of this game is 9K. Um, like, I, I don't love I don't love the price tag, but – I mean, with Rendon and Trout out, I mean, you're you're beating like three guys. And I should have said like Justin Upton too. Um, I mean, you're you're beating three guys. So, I mean, Upton's getting close too. So we'll see if he's back or not. Do you have any interest here in Kenta Maeda? Yeah, I do. Um, I know we the only person we really got to worry about that lineup is obviously Shohei, but. Um, I'll take my chances and play some Maeda. Um, pitching, like, pitching is just not that great today, um, as we talked about before. And, and he's someone I think that you can take that chance on. And 9K is an expensive price to pay. Um, but, I, but I'm going to bet on that he can get some of the strikeouts and, and, get, and have some upside in this matchup and, and perform well. All right, let's talk bats here. Anything standing out to you for the Angels? Um, Angels, not really besides Shohei, honestly. Uh, the only person I would play with the Angels right now is, as a one-off. Um, and, and that's exactly because he's because he's not not almost but almost like guaranteed, I guess, he had a home run every single night that he's up at bat. But, um, he's just a guy I would be, be on for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as like Otani. He's in play every single day at this point. Jared Walsh was like playable, and like his price is so expensive now that it's so tough to to play him. Um, I mean, he's the other like power threat right now in this lineup. Um, the Minnesota side of things, I mean, I kind of want to attack Heaney here. Like we we've seen blow up Andrew Heaney, and we've seen like dominant Andrew Heaney. And like if you get the blow up Andrew Heaney, like you get Nelson Cruz, you got Polanco, you got Garver, Josh Donaldson. There's enough righties in this lineup to do damage here uh, against a guy like Heaney. Yes, and I agree. Um, and I, I love uh, – to me, Minnesota is another team I like. Um, I like also, like, targeting Snow and Garver. 
Um, I don't know if you mentioned Garvin, you might have, but he those are just two of the guys I like um, getting to um, in that lineup for sure. Um, and I even even if like Max Kepler, he should hopefully be in a lineup tomorrow. I know it's a lefty lefty, but he's someone I definitely don't mind getting to for um and and um as well as Trevor Lardage. So pretty much just everyone in that lineup, I I don't mind having a full stack of them tomorrow and seeing where the chips fall with them. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens here in Minnesota. I think they're very playable on the slate. We move on. We got San Francisco at LA taking on the Dodgers. We got Bueller going up against Desclafani in this one. Eight total. The Dodgers are 170 favor here. Um, any interest here in Desclafani? I mean, I want to see what the Dodgers lineup looks like tomorrow because we we were hearing a couple guys that are coming getting ready to come back. Um but I'm not sure. So, so I'll, if we can get a lineup out early enough, that'll that'll gauge my interest in in them for sure. Granted, they're still dangerous regardless. But if Mookie Betts is not in there still, and, and Seager's not in there still, then then I kind of um, then I kind of want to take some chances and play some Descafani. Uh, but if but if they are back and going to be there, then I probably will be out on him for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't see myself using Descafani at 9,300, but if Turner bets are out and this lineup is really, really bad, then, I mean, you got to adjust the lineups every single day that you're playing fantasy baseball. Uh, Walker Bueller on the other side of this game, as much as I love the Giants overall, I think Walker Bueller is the best play on the slate. This Giants lineup is just really banged up right now um, with Longoria, Crawford, and Belt out. Um, So, what are your thoughts here when it comes to um, Walker Bueller? Yeah, just just play him. <laughs> He's the best pitcher on the slate. Dude, I mean, there's other options you can take a chance on, yes, but to me, just play Walker Bueller. He he he's just the closest thing to he's I guess an ace or the closest thing to an ace on the slate, and he's so I think we just have to lock in tomorrow. Um, at least on probably Fanduel, ten point five k is a little bit price. It, it's not that expensive to pay for him. I think he's worth the price point. Um and yeah, we'll just play him and then on, on DK he's at what is he on DK? It was 10 5 2. So yeah, just, just lock him in and figure it out and figure out who your SP2 is from there. I, I wouldn't even worry about it. Um yeah I mean as far as bats I don't really have any interest in the Giants here. But yeah me either um maybe maybe guys as a one off if anything, but that's about it. Other than that, I can't see myself getting to him. And maybe, maybe even a little bit of uh, Levante weight too. But that's about it. So, so some of those lefties in there, I think, can maybe can get to Walker Bueller a little bit, but that that's about it. Um, and then uh, as far as the Dodgers go, I mean, if this is really going to be the lineup, and you you really just Muncy Smith. Taylor, I, I just I don't see myself using the Dodgers at these prices. Yeah, I can't. Um, I can't see myself targeting them that much. I don't. I don't know how many runs they're going to put up. I don't think it'll be a lot with the way the lineup is looking. Um, so it, it would be. I would be out on them. But if you did want to target some of them, I would definitely target. Uh, obviously, guys like Muncy, Bellinger for sure as a top two uh, options to see maybe if we get Beatty back in the lineup too as well. Um, that I would take some chances on them too. But other than that, I'm going to probably be out of the Dodgers as a whole tomorrow. 
All right, we finished it out with Oakland at Seattle. Sean Mania and Chris Flexen. Um, any interest here in Sean Mania? I, I was struggling with this because I was looking at this slate early before we got on today. I want to play Sean Mania. I really do. I just don't know. I mean, he's he's been pitching well too, and like he's been pitching horrible lately. But how much of him am I going to get to? I don't know. With with be having a few other pitchers that I might want to target more, and maybe some bats I like. But I like him. The last time he played Seattle, he pitched a great game. Um, I'll do my best to get to him. I, I like him in this spot, um, but I don't know how much I want to get to. Him, honestly, just being realistic. Uh, I mean, depending on like the value that we get on this slate, if I can go Bueller Manaya, I think there that's like one of a very few amount of combos on this slate that can go for fifty plus fantasy points as far as like pitching. Yep. And I mean, getting fifty from your pitchers is always like, all right, well, if my if my like secondary stack helps out my main stack, then like I'm 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 cruising when that kind of stuff happens. So. I mean, I still prefer, prefer Bueller over Manaya, but I don't hate the idea, especially in cash games, of like playing them together. It seems like for the last, ever since like the All Star break, it seems like every day there's like at least one or two 2K players, um, you know, that are just coming to play. Um, I don't know. I, I like Manaya. I'm definitely not going out of my way to play bats against him. Uh, Chris Flexen on the other side of this game. I mean, I think he's okay. He's not a terrible option. He's not like a, a guy that typically goes out and gets a bunch of strikeouts. You get your upside from Flexen from not allowing a lot of home runs and walks and going deeper into games. Um, do you have any interest in him here? Um, not, not, not much interest in the honestly going against Oakland. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to try to take some of the Oakland bats on that side of the game as a little bit of a, maybe a late night hammer, uh, in my opinion. Um, I, I just can't see, he's been pitching well lately too, but I just can't see myself, uh, really being on him that much t- tomorrow, honestly. Um... I mean, man, so many bats in these early games are so much better than some of these bats in the late games, it feels like. Do you have any interest here in Oakland? Uh, I have a just a tiny bit, not, not that much interest in Oakland, but uh, enough where I might where I don't want to target like uh, um, I don't want to target flexing as much. Um, like I do like I like I like getting guys like Matt Olson, uh, for sure. Mitch Mitch Moreland, if he's gonna be in this projected line that we have out right now. I like into him, Jared Lowe, uh, Jed Lowe, Lowry. That's someone I definitely like as well, too, um, as far as like my top three guys from, from that team that I definitely um, don't mind getting to um, in this lineup, too. And I don't mind taking some shots with, like, Elvis, um, too, as well. Uh, but we, I guess we just have to wait to see what the lineup has, too. Uh, Mark Cannon is another one. I know righty-righty, but I think he can do a um, – he can always get uh, hit and get on some bases and, and, and do some damage. Oh, good old Oakland, man. And then as far as like Seattle goes, I mean, Hanniger as a one-off maybe, but he's so expensive that, I mean, how many times are you really going to end up on a one-off on him? Yeah, I'm not much, honestly. Um, but and this is the thing, I, would love, I would love to 
definitely try to get some of the like the one offs. Like Hanniger, someone is a top one off for me. Um, I don't know how you feel about how do you feel about getting a little bit to um, um what's his name? Um, I know uh, uh, like like JP Crawford or or uh, or Ty France um, against him. Yeah, but like France. Okay, so here's the problem with France, in my opinion. Crawford, sure, don't hate that idea. But like France is a first baseman at 4,400. Yeah. Like, how many times are you going to one off a first baseman when you're like looking to stack? Um, I mean, that I, I feel like is the the problem, right? Yeah, it is. But to me, it's also different where he's where it makes it makes your lives different, unique. So I kind of don't I don't buy that idea, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, but listen, I get what you're saying too about making your lineups unique, but gosh, I hate one off and um yeah, I hate one off and first basemans and like Shamanaya is so good too that I don't know. I, I listen, I hear you, but I at the end of the day, I would much rather play like Jesus Aguilar in, in like a three man stack against Snell and make my lineups different that way. I agree with you. I I, I agree with that take. So because definitely with Snell is a much better matchup and going against um, going against himself. Yeah, you're right. Um. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then um we'll get out of here. Under eight k to get six or more strikeouts. Um, who do you got here? Under eight k to get six or more. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, he's just over 8K, too. Goodness gracious. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this guy. Um, I'm going to take a chance and say... Uh, nah, I, I can't even say it. I can't form my lips to say that. I'm going to say... Even though, even though I like Oakland a little bit today, I'm going to go uh, flex it. I mean, I think he's the guy. Um, I like it, it's it's pretty pretty bad. Um, I guess I'm gonna go Tanner Houck and hope he gets the job going against this line. Oh, I, actually, uh, in fact, I'll change it to Lewis, uh, Lewis Patino. Actually, I thought about, I forgot about him briefly against Cleveland. That bad Cleveland lineup. I like it. All right, um, over 8K to score under 15. Give me Destafani. All right. I mean, I, I feel like I have to go Zach Thompson. It's such a tough matchup against the Padres. Um, over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you got? Over four K to hit a home run. Um, give me. Uh, I'll give me Rila Muto. All right, that is not who I thought you were gonna say. Um, I like it. I'm going to go a little contrarian today and go Sterling Marte uh, against Blake Snell. Um, under 4K to get two hits. Under 4K to get two hits. Uh, 
See, I try to be different with these picks and pick players I know who I would target. So um, that would be kind of off the board and different. Um, goodness gracious. You know, since, since I am a, I'm a Yankees guy, if he's in a lineup tomorrow, um, I would say Greg Allen if he's in the lineup tomorrow. To get oh, I mean, man, it, that's the, I feel like that's such Yankees. Random. <laughs> um, I'm messing with you. Give me Trent Grisham. Um, at 3,700, we talked about him when we were talking about the Padres. Yep. Um, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. Oh, Miami. Oh, you took my pick. Um, give me Minnesota. We're gonna take the two teams against the chalky cheap pitchers. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no, um, not really. Just say, just want to say, you know, don't be afraid to get different. Uh, pitching's obviously has been shaky lately, but just try to dig into the numbers and be feel comfortable with who you like and play them uh, and have confidence in them. Um, I recommend everyone don't play Blake Stell, but if you want to play Blake Stell because of his past, do it, and I'll be glad to make money off you guys. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, would it be interesting here, like, if Blake Snell ends up being, like, very low-owned, then it's like, well, do oh, I end up taking – do I end up taking shots on him? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do we end up taking shots on Blake uh. Snell? They'll they'll, I mean, they'll they'll tell me with that. They will tell me with that, and, I, and that's what will happen. Watch Oh, I know. I hope it doesn't happen. I'll be honest with you. I I, I hope it doesn't happen because I don't, like I said, I don't want to play him here. So. Oh, I agree with you. All right. That's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.